104.7's Ryan and Tanya. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. They're just like you, only much weirder. Malaganas Edwards Johnson. For proper compensation, visit mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. You into Eurovision? Uh, my, I had a mate who I used to live near who frothed it and he forced us to be into it. Yeah. But since then, not as much. Nah, I've not never really been into it, ever. I've been significantly more interested since Australia's sort of taken place yep. and gotten involved. Like yep. Guy Sebastian, oh, yeah. I am obsessed with him. Yeah, how do you feel about Australia being in it? Kat from our newsroom is against yeah, she, it. Yeah, she hates it. As um, a, she's a purist for yep. Eurovision. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, it is strange, but you know, I like it. In, I get more investment in it, which I guess is the idea, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guy Sebastian plays fifth two years ago. Uh, Dami got second last year with yep. Sound of Silence. And Isaiah competed and he's come out ninth with this song. <laughs> place to get, is it? Ninth. Just sounds a bit weird a on the ears. Gentleman's ninth. I don't know what a gentleman's ninth is. That's what happens when you come ninth. Is it though? A gentleman's ninth. It's usually first, second and third that, you know, get all the love. But ninth, you know, still great. The kid is 17 years old, stood up in front of 200 million people. Like, that's insane. Yeah. But, you know, it kind of got me thinking about overachievers. Like, Isaiah right? Overachiever. 17? Yeah. At Eurovision. He's yep. going to get a trophy. He's going to get something. He's going to get laid, that's for sure. You reckon? Uh, he did perform at Eurovision. Oh. Would have yeah, thought probably. he just would have left afterwards and gone, all right, who got number one? We can tell the kind of 17-year-old I was compared yeah. to that. Yeah. But growing up, I was never an overachiever. Were you Were you a kid with medals and trophies? Yeah, what do you, you say, played sport. What do you, what's your definition of overachiever? I know someone who wins a lot, gets a lot, well, gets wouldn't they certificates. Just, wouldn't you just say that's an achiever? I'd I think the word is overachiever. Like no, that means something that. else. Oh, does it? Yeah, big time. Oh. An overachiever who is someone who achieves far more than their talents should allow. Oh, is allow. that what that means? Whereas an achiever is someone who just works hard and does well and gets what they deserve. So were you an achiever? Well, it depends on your definition. Oh, my God. Did you win trophies and medals? Yeah, I had a couple. I had to, uh, the, the trophy cabinet filled up, so now I just have to put them under the house. Okay, see, that's the kind of kid you were, right? Yep. Drama which is what I did as a kid, and mm. dancing, which I did poorly as a mm. kid, um, you don't really get certificates and medals. Are you sure about that? It seems like a thing they would hand out ribbons and certificates for all sorts of stuff. Well, maybe I wasn't good enough because I never got any. All the recitals. And, like, all my friends always had certificates for their sport or, you know, hockey or netball. They always had trophies mm-hmm. and certificates, and I just didn't get there. And I did singing at Steadfords. Mm-hmm. That was, like, my thing, but I always got highly commended. Highly commended, Which yeah. was, I'm well not played. kidding you. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Coach's Award. They didn't even give a certificate. They gave a piece of paper with your notes on it. Yep. So, like, I had nothing as a kid. Like, like I never won anything except when I was in year nine and I got fourth place in a running race of four people. Four people. I was going to say, how many people but in the I race? still got fourth. And to, Also a ribbon, right? They made one. <laughs> it's white, because you know how it was like, you know, when you were a kid and you ran? Yeah. It was like, was it red, blue, green? Yeah, something like that, yeah. And then for some reason, they gave a fourth place ribbon, which was white. Right. And to this day, I still, still have that it. ribbon. Yeah. And I still, every time I see it, I'm so proud.
out of yeah. myself. Look what I did. I, the only other thing besides that was a piece of paper that said could have done better. <laughs> so I was so stoked with my fourth place. Yep. Nazai, you should be stoked with your ninth yep. place, buddy. Kit 104.7. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. I had your cake off yesterday. Oh, sorry, no, it was Saturday. Uh-huh. It was a wild adventure uh, that we, of course, entered our cake into. Our yep. complete disaster of a now, the cake. Now, the theme was Canberra. Mm-hmm. So we made the Belconnen B&B owl. Yeah, well, we, we both entered one, put it on the same plate. And for some reason, they didn't make it separate. So it was just yep. an homage to to the owl. An homage of these, I believe yeah, well, the thing the, was you've, called. You've said that. No, that's not official. So we should say that the PADSY cake-off is an acronym. So it's Post an Antenatal Depression Support and Information uh, support group. So that's where all the money is going. So it's obviously a really, really important cause, which is obviously why we put our cake forward, yep. even though it's a disaster. Yeah, um, it was it, a it disaster. Was disaster. Um, Noelle is on the line now. Is it true that you purchased our cake? That's right, I did. Now, with my daughter, Amy. Oh, okay. thank now, you. Why on earth did you guys do something stupid like spend 100 bucks on that cake? <laughs> um, well, actually, one, raising money, but two, because Tanya made it. Well, it said Tanya made it, although I'm being told it's the whole team. Well, yeah, well this is... See, Tanya went in there and said, it's my name only. <laughs> no, I did all of happen. it. No, uh, where absolutely The reality not. Is, is that we made our own... Because there was two of them, right? You got two of the cakes? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Tanya's boyfriend, because Tanya did very little actually, um, <laughs> and, ev- and everyone else did quite a lot. But she said, "No, my name was the only one on the ballot." Please. No, Maddie, producer Maddie, that did not happen. Taylor, um, who works here, ten out of ten, filled out the form and just put my name for some reason. And then, as a result, for just- some reason, with a gun to his head. Um, <laughs> Now, you know it. No, can you just paint the picture of the room? Sort of how many people were there? What kind of cakes? What were the quality of the cakes like? Tell us what was happening on Saturday. Okay, we were actually first in line, so we were first through the doors. Oh, so wow. that was really cool because we got to have a close up look without some of the crowds because the crowds built up really quickly. Wow. And was it it's fair to say um, that one of the larger crowd gatherings was around our cake? <laughs> Oh, oh, yes, of course. <laughs> ah, so. <laughs> now, so it's a definite no. worked their way around the room. Like uh, they looked at every cake. <laughs> right, and how many cakes were there in total, do you think? 72. 72. 72. And did ours stand out? <laughs> like, because, and why did it? it did. It was horrific. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, probably stood out. It was one of the ones that went up for the silent auction. It was the... Um, with a live auction, I mean. Yeah. Oh. And it was in the middle of the room. <laughs> Tell us so about this live auction. Was it was it a bidding frenzy? Oh, yeah. Some of them were. Some of them were. No, some I don't care about no, that no. one. Was ours a bidding <laughs> frenzy? Or did the bidding start at $100 and you went, oh, yeah, okay, if I have uh, to, and then that was it? No, I had to fight for it. Ooh. Ooh. Intrigue. What was the winning cake? What, what was the most expensive cake there? How much did that go for? Um, I think it was either the giraffe or, um, oh, there was one the sky of whale. Canberra. Highlights of Canberra, that went for a lot. So the giraffe, I think, was $300, hum, his, her name's Hummer. Um, and there was, yeah, a couple of them, um... Went to over $300. Okay, so we were well off the pace at 100 bucks. <laughs> well, Probably. considering we used black and gold cake mix to make it and one jar of frosting and then just coloured it. Yeah, and there's still coconut pieces all over my kitchen. 
coconut. Yeah. Thank you, I appreciate that, because um, I put a lot of work into that grass. You didn't do it. Um, Noelle, do not eat yeah. that cake, because we were eating pizza at the same time. You know, there was a bit of curry on the table that we made it on. Maybe it wasn't wiped. Look, I think take a photo of it, but for God's sake, don't eat it. <laughs> Too no, late? It no, it tastes all right. <laughs> <laughs> they're already, okay, they've already... And we're going to okay, get that's, sued. That's all right. Uh, Noelle, thank you so much for buying our cake. And again, the went money to really went to a good, good cause. cause. So uh, and we really appreciate oh. that. And uh, for God's sakes, use it as a tax deduction. Don't let that go to waste. Hit 104.7. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Classic <laughs> nudie run stories. Because, Tanya, do you think it, like, it cheapens and it looks bad for Eurovision that a guy on an Australian flag did a nudie run on stage during a performance? horrendous. Because I I think a lot of Aussies, if it happened in Australia, would be like, oh, look at this guy. But do you reckon the Europeans would have been appreciative of the gesture? Well, it's just more than a scene of, was it, 220 million people? It's just Mm. not a good look for Australia. But it wasn't an Australian. No, it wasn't a Ukrainian. Thankfully. Prankster. But this is you, why we can't have nice but, things. But this is my first thought. Yeah. Do you um, uh, do you think Europeans would appreciate it? Or a like, nudie run? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's there's still there for it. Well, because okay. I don't know some maybe they're a bit more proper than us and a bit like oh no this is our Eurovision this is yeah but I think they're more this. open with their bodies maybe in some particular like yeah, in some sure. sex in sure. some areas. Um, let's go to Ford. Alex, your nudie run story. Yeah. Hi. Howdy. What happened? <laughs> Well, it was at my high school. Um, it happens once a year, once every few years. Yeah. And it's usually senior boys from other schools. They run across our oval fully naked. So you're a, you're a girls' school? Yes. Oh, that is the ultimate lack. Like, uh, and is it yeah. is it well appreciated? Do they get in trouble? The teacher's like, don't um, look, girls, don't look well, at the boys. <laughs> many girls are scarred. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Um, they've actually jumped over girls before. Oh, God. That's hope, actually really gross. Nothing sort of dangles and hits on the way through. Okay. That's, uh, oh. that's pretty full on. Let's go to Harrison. Hey, Hattie. Hey. Hey. Now, what happened? Um, a college I attended in Sydney, their tradition is after the big formal ball every year, we all end up down to Coogee, Coogee Bay Pub, mm-hmm. and then strip down on the beach and run into the water. Yep. Awesome, um, and it's a good good time, and it's something you remember and cherish forever. It's a beautiful moment, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Got really close to my house, mate. <laughs> mm, well, I'd be interested in all that story. That just reminded me. I just it just came to me then at the end of our uni, like mm-hmm. at the end of the year, we'd have this thing called Carrington. It was big ball, and then it was customary to get in the fountain nude. Oh, like friends, except yeah, for yeah. Glorious. I didn't participate, but you watched like a creep. Yeah, that's a- I'm like thinking it's weirder that I didn't participate. Just it is. Watched. It's totally weirder. Um, yeah. In Yash, Jared, <laughs> when did you do a classic nudie run? Oh, two years ago, footy. Yeah, what happened? Uh, I, I actually missed the main nudie run for work, so I got there at 6 o'clock at night to the <laughs> pub. That's so early. Said, oh, you've got to, they've got to do a nudie run. I was like, oh, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> and they said, you've got to take your kid off in here, walk outside and walk down the street to the traffic light. Is this in Yass? Yeah, in yeah, yeah. I feel like so, um, there's no way you can walk. It's got to be a, like a run. A walk is weird and casual strut. and nude. Like no, that's you're, odd. You're probably classed as a stroll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how did it go? Was it well appreciated? Was it you know? Well, did people in Yas appreciate it? Um, yeah, the uh, the the pub on the on the traffic lights was packed full. It was prime time today, <laughs> so um, there was a few. Few people open the house. Yeah, a few whistles. Um, I'm, I'm guessing. <sighs> yeah, a couple of the sponsors for the footy <laughs> team. 
throw past him in the horn. So yeah. What I love is yeah. that you just accepted it. They were like, "Oh, everyone's already done it, Jared. So it's your go." And you went, "Oh, all right." Yep, okay, <laughs> I'll get right on it. I'll be back in a sec. Get me a beer. I'll be back in five minutes. So weird. Uh, let's go to Lydia. What happened to you? Hi, well, I'm from New Zealand originally. and oh, that's a shame. Um, that is league- a real shame. <laughs> yeah. Don't. That's so mean. Um, <laughs> the local league games are like as popular as they are here. Yeah. And one of my girlfriends decided that she would actually strike the field. So she made her over the barrier onto the game. Um, and she ran, and the security guards all jumped on her. They, like, covered her with, with whatever they had. So I think their jackets off their back, they yeah. literally just pinned her to the ground, put the jackets on. And it actually got printed in the paper the next day and then put on the news on Facebook. So you can believe, like, I think she got thousands and thousands of comments and likes, but I, she was the first girl, like, she was, like, 22, to run the field, get tackled, and then get printed in the paper the next day. So she did really, really well. Really well. Really well. What? What an achievement. What a great achievement. And, and, uh, and because usually when it's a guy streaker, there's sort of uh, the, the, the male security will just go tackle him down. Mm. Is it a bit, I feel like yeah. if I was a male security guard, you wouldn't tackling a naked yeah. I'd be like, am I allowed to? Like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Where do I put my hands? Yeah. I think she got away with more field time because they were kind of thinking, how do we go about this? Like, do we like. <laughs> more field time. More field time. And what a great time you it was. should have put her too. Instagram handle yeah. on her back or something. Uh, finally, wrap this up for us, Craig. Streaking! Through the quad and into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody! Come on, <laughs> Snoop! Super loop! Super! Hey, in a and Craig, let's hear it. Um, okay, I could probably finish up the rest of your breakfast show with the amount of nudie stories I've got. Well, I'll pick the best but, one because um, we do have traffic <laughs> commitments. Let's just take it and yeah. uh, <laughs> we'll have a sit down nude, elsewhere. Nude Christmas carols. Nude um, Christmas carols. Uh, yeah. So we're around Christmas Eve, knocking on doors. No! Um, nude Christmas carols. And one particular song, we replace We Wish You a Merry Christmas with We Wish You a Merry Start to the Day and it ends with a K, Miss. Yes. Uh, <laughs> were you we wish on, you a Merry No, don't you. <laughs> were you knocking on strangers' doors? Yeah, on, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, Craig, was this a one-off or do, is it yeah, a tradition? Because no, if it is a tradition, tradition... It is a tradition? No, we... If it was a tradition, we'd probably be arrested, I reckon. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, if Let's you're doing it, it again this year, I feel like... What did you call it? <laughs> Nude caroling? I suppose so. Um... Yeah, I can't think of Did any Did you hold the way. book of carols <laughs> d- down low? Or? We've, got a lot of, no, we've got a lot of doors slammed in our faces, but that was okay. It was weird when people actually sat there and watched the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end said, very good. Very good. And then very the, good. Very good. And then oh they grab their doorknob and close the door and you go, no, no, the doorknob. And they go, oh, okay, sorry, wrong one there. Sorry, champion. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. How low will you go? Hit 104.7. Big cash limbo. All right, so every day there is a different amount up for grabs. This morning we are playing for $500, and here's how it works. Two people from Canberra will make a bid Mm -hmm. on how much of that $500 they want to win. Whoever goes lowest wins that amount. So you could obviously say a dollar, but then why would you bother? Um, Sometimes people just want to win. Just want to win something. Like, just Just before when we played, I just wanted to win. Just wanted to be a winner. Yeah. Well, there's real money on the line right now. Uh, Loz, how are you feeling about it all? Uh, A little nervous, actually. A little nervous? Well, $500 up for grabs, so that's a fair call. We've also got Sarah on the line. Hello, Sarah. Good morning, guys. Now, do you reckon you can snake Loz? How are you feeling about all this? Oh, I don't know. All right, well, oh, come on, confidence, Sarah. Come on. 
Okay, I'm feeling really lucky. All right. Um, <laughs> there is $500 up for grabs. Is there anything you'd like to say to one another before we uh, put one of you in the cone of silence? Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Oh, they're very nice. Oh, very nice. Uh, let's take out Loz for a second. Yeesh, it's so we've technical. Just, yeah, we've just got Sarah now. Uh, Sarah, what would you like to bid? Um, I know it's so I'll hard. Go one sixty nine. One sixty nine for Sarah out of a possible five hundred. Right, hold the line. You're going there, low, Sarah. Says. Hold the line. Let's go back to Loz now. Loz, put your bid in. All right, uh, I'm going to go one sixty five. One sixty five. All right, let us just get Sarah back real quick. You there now, Sarah? Yep. All right, both bids have been placed. And I can I'm so say, nervous. I'm so nervous. I am so nervous. This is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Put the drone in. Sarah. Yeah. You bid in the 160s. Loz, you also bid in the 160s. Oh. Yeah. So out of $500, you're within 10 of each other. Sarah said 169. Loz, you won 165 dollars. Well oh, done, mate. Wow, <laughs> you that's done awesome. it. Four dollars. Four dollars. <laughs> oh, so close. Oh, so, so close. Painfully close. <laughs> oh my god, that was unbelievable. Uh, Loz, what are you going to do with the 165 bucks? Uh, I'll probably take the kids out for some dinner and. Yeah. That's probably all, all, all it'll get you now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Nowadays it's expensive. Uh, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah, are you going to be crying about the $4 that could have been? Uh, no, I was actually, I was going to say 150 I was going to go Chinese yeah, that's what That's what that's I do what when I, I play roulette and I go red and then it comes up black and I go, no, no, it's going to go, it's going to go black. It's all right, Sarah, we're playing all week, so just yeah. call back later in the day or tomorrow morning. <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya, Kit 104.7. Ryan and Tanya's devilish fantasies. Looking at us all devilish. Hit 104.7. <laughs> you are living for this, aren't you? Frothing it. I've been hanging out for this for a while, and it is the kind of thing that you wait a lifetime for. A devilish fantasy is something that you've always wanted to do, and you always have the urge, and it sort of makes your little hand a bit nervous. Well, they're you can naughty do it. things. Aren't yeah, they? but you're not allowed to do it because of society and the law. For instance, anytime I'm standing next to a policeman, I just get a little bit nervous and a bit of a. Because I always think, I wonder if I can grab his gun before he can grab me. And obviously, if I got it, I would, I would just sort of give it back. But of course, if, if you're a policeman and someone steals your gun, you would be A, wrestling them back, you'd be snapping arms. And if their partner was there, you'd, be you'd sure. probably within, yeah, they'd probably take you out. Oh, yeah. But I'm always like, but do you reckon I can do it? I know. And this is what Devilish Fantasies is. Yeah. I actually like the idea of going to Ikea, going to the glassware section, mm-hmm. putting my arm completely out, yep. and just. <laughs> and smashing all the glasses. glasses. Just letting it rain. You know? Because my, my boyfriend and my parents call me bull in a china shop and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, let me be the bull then. Yep. Let me get let in me there and actually smash it. Let me at it. And 131060, we are going to, however, whatever we need to do, we're going to make some of these devilish fantasies happen. So if you want to, if you've got one of these that you've always wanted to do. Everyone's us, got one, yep, surely. Let us know. Let's go to Tugranong. Tom, what's your devilish fantasy? Hey, um, my devilish fantasy is I want to ride my motorbike on the Greens of Parliament House. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, that would be so badass. And would you be like, you know, spinning it up and like doing a real bit of damage to the lawn or are you just curious to know what it would be like to just to ride up there? 
Oh, even just putting around in first gear would be fine, but ripping up a bit of grass and doing wheel stand here and there would be fun. Yeah, oh, that's... Do you think like... the reason you like the idea is because maybe the police will chase you or is it because you just can't do it? And that, you know, when someone says don't and you're not allowed to, it just makes you want to do it. Yeah, they'd like the greenest and luscious looking grasses ah, around Canberra and right. with all the police presence around, it's just the ultimate. Yeah. So true. Yeah, and just and every time you drive past or you see the flag and you kind of go, yep, rode my bike on that. Yeah. That for the rest of ever. Uh, I Jess, don't know if we could get that one to happen, by the way. I'll make a call. <laughs> um, Jess, what's your devilish fantasy? Hi, guys. My devilish fantasy is to either drive a car into a massive body of water and watch it just submerge or either off a cliff explode at the bottom of the cliff and have a big mushroom cloud like in the cartoon. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Wiley so Coyote. Would you, would you like, yeah. jump out before it goes into the water or are you in it and then you yeah, escape? No, they do, like, full old school style and put the brick on the accelerator and stuff. And then, oh yeah, gosh. roll out the side. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You've been thinking about this for a couple of years. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. All right, well, I think that, yeah, we... Would you do it in a crappy car? doesn't matter. Or do you want to do it in a Ferrari yeah. or something? No, it's got to be crappy. You can't ruin a good car. Yeah, I agree. All right, so we can bury a car in the bottom of Lake Billy Griffin where I'm sure there's already a couple of dozen in there and a few bodies, so that's a pretty good idea. <laughs> Do you reckon there is bodies in there? Oh, mate, how many times have I just no. seen someone at the casino and someone <laughs> just looks and goes, that guy, and then they just never see him here. Oh, well, I think they moved back to Sydney. In Latham, what's your devilish fantasy? <laughs> Shut up, right? Is it to off someone at the casino? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't want a torch car. I want to blow one up, like really yep. blow it up. Yes. This is, you, yes. you like this one too, Ryan. <laughs> There's yeah, something... Full on, Molotov cocktail, rag in the, in the petrol tank and yeah, really let it go up. So if we, if we lace the car with some sort of flammable stuff and then from a distance got the Molotov cocktail, which for those of you who don't know, it's like when you got a bottle of spirits and you put a rag in the top and then you light the rag. Oh, is that what that is? And then when you throw it, the spirits explode into the flame and then uh, it go, and then when you lob that into the car, the whole thing would just go up right on. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, you uh, see that in movies, it's right? Got a full tank of fuel, so it will make a, a fuel. decent mushroom cloud. Yeah, let's get it. Oh man, there's not going to be after we do these. There's not going to be much of Canberra left, but I don't actually care. This Where? is going to be oh so Where? cool. Oh, you couldn't do that one. I don't think that. It's so can illegal. A, it's so illegal. Hey Owen, can I give you a fun fact? Yeah. The Molotov cocktail was named after Sergei Molotov, who was uh, the head of defence for Russia in one of the world oh, wow. wars, and he actually invented it, and they named it after him. Oh, yeah, that's very good. <laughs> they ran, they, apparently, they were in a fight, and they ran out of bullets, and this guy was like, hey, guys, trust me. I got, I, I got something left. Pass me that bottle and a rag. Wow. Sergei Molotov, I believe his name is. I don't is, reckon yeah. we're going to be able to get that one across the line. All I want to do it. Yeah, but, like, it's illegal. Don't tell me what I can and can't do. No, we're going to call the... Yeah, I'm going to call the guys from The Bill. <laughs> Get me the phone. Let me call 9092. Yeah, all right. Uh, 13, 10, 60. Keep them coming through. What are your devilish fantasies? We are going to make some of these happen right here in Canberra. It's going to be an awesome week. Hit 104.7.